Two Blokes in a Punts podcast for this week with myself, Lockie McDonald, and Dylan Hall. How are you, big fella? Uh, I'm doing very well today, mate. Very well. It's uh, Spotify rap season, so... Yeah. What was coming in for you? Uh, surprise, surprise, for those that know me, it was Horror Show as my number one artist, and Horror yeah. Show, uh, Walk You Home as my number one song. Um, oh, yeah. For I think it, that's the third year in a row. <laughs> <laughs> well, it must be a bloody good song. Uh, I think so. Well, clearly I think so. I don't know if many other people think so, but... No, that doesn't matter. So you make up probably 85% of their song played. So... Count? I'll just quickly bring the stuff up that they provided me with today. I'm pretty sure it said I'm in the top 0.05% of their oh, listeners. So right. I'm pretty sure that just means that it's just me. Yeah, you're, you're pretty much number one. I would like to think so. Um, I will be flicking them a message later tonight just to see if I am the highest. Um, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So it's just popped up there. Yep, you're in the top 0.05% of their listeners this year. So, I, I, Yeah, I right. I think that's pretty impressive. You know, so, but, um, well, look, mate, I'm, I'm about to uh, show a bit of my age here and I have no idea how to even get a Spotify rap. Do you even have Spotify? Yep. Okay, then. It should just come up on your app. No. Nah. <laughs> oh, Fair enough. Actually, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, hang on. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> There's a big banner in the middle of the app. <laughs> <laughs> you had your glasses on when right. before, didn't you? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. This could be embarrassing to do live. Um, uh, righto, here we go. Hang on. Uh, what did? How do I get there? Oh, it's like Instagram, mate. You got to keep poking until it goes. Righto. Uh, yep, we're getting there. Okay. Right, so my top artist was The Living End. Right, yeah. Oh, interesting. And my top song was actually Songbird by Bernard Fanning. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to this. All right. <laughs> oh, Bernard Fanning, mate, you're really getting behind it, eh? Oh, look, I, I do really enjoy uh, a bit of chilled music that you can lie in the hammock to and just sit back and have a beer. But, yeah, uh, yeah look, I didn't think it would be doing this. Uh, so I've got Songbird, number one. Chemical Heart by Grinspoon number two. 
Fast Car by Tracy Chapman is number three. Oh, good tune. Good tune. Yeah. Uh, Riot by Living End is number four. Yep. And number five is Pretender by the Foo Fighters. Yeah, good tune. Good tune. I do like Yeah, so... Yeah, look, uh, I'm an absolute mess, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, that's quite interesting. Yeah, I I, I like that a lot, mate. I'm I'm glad I can open your eyes to these new whiz-bang things that us younger generation get into. Yeah, oh, look, considering it was... Pretty much punched me in the face. I couldn't see it. It's uh, it's about normal for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm just going to give you a quick weather update. Uh, get too far in. Yep. It's raining sideways. <laughs> it is hissing here. Um, the trees have been over. I could hardly see out the back of my house. And yeah, it's the gutter's already overflowing, and we've been we've had rain for about ninety seconds. Yeah, right. That's, yeah. Uh, maybe you need clean gutters out, mate. Oh no, the gutters are clean. Well, maybe not, mate. If they're overflowing, you know. That's just how. <laughs> it's not actually landing in the gutter; it's just bouncing out. Yeah. Yeah, it is fucking pissing down. Heaviest rain we've had here in a while. That's, anyway. Uh, wow. Wow. Yeah, well, hopefully it makes its way over to you. Uh, yes and no. Um, <laughs> I will, I will, personally, I wouldn't mind a bit of rain just because it will keep it nice and, big, nice and cool. I, I'm not a heat fan, so. Oh, no, it's, uh, uh, it's humid as hell. Yeah, so, but also I uh, don't want the rain here for farming reasons. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but they're, yeah, they're doing so. it tough enough. So, now, well, look, yeah. uh, I'm just going to give you a quick rundown of something I spoke about last week. And that was the match between Brooks Coker and Bryson DeChambeau. Yes. Now, I believe at the end of that, I said that if you were smart, you'd be putting your money on Brooks Coker. Well, I hope some of our listeners were smarter than me because I said that and still didn't put any money on it. (laughs) Uh, It should have been my best bet for the weekend because he won 4-0, four holes to none. The match scheduled for 12 holes and it was over in nine um right smoked him smoked him yeah now look uh it didn't play terribly but um coca he was just a man on a mission he wanted to prove something uh to everyone uh the downside of the whole was uh, just very little trash talk, um, but uh, one of the highlights was Phil Mickelson 
on commentary. He was absolute gold. If you if you got a bit of time, go back and have a listen to some of his commentary. He just pretty much didn't give two shits uh, who he offended out of either of them. Uh, yeah, so it was excellent. I I actually, as you do on your when you're laying in bed and you got your late night scrolling going and whatnot, I actually watch a good. I quite often see some good Phil Mickelson uh, videos when he's out yeah. playing golf. And you listen to him; he's quite good. But oh, uh, have a listen to some of this commentary. It was it was excellent. I had a few uh, a few belly laughs actually. Oh, oh I like it. Yeah. So. Uh, before play kicked off, you had Michelle West, who's a very famous uh, female golfer. Uh, she asked Koka if he would give up one of his major wins to never play with DeChambeau again. All he said, all, all uh, Brooks said was, uh, I like my majors too much. So... From that, you sort of went, oh, yeah, maybe there's not going to be too much trash talk or anything like that. Like, there wasn't even an air horn in a backswing or anything like Come on. Nothing. Game, no. you, know, you need a bit of uh, Happy Gilmore or something in there, you know, maybe playing it off Frankenstein's big fat foot. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, look, uh, neither of them got off to a great start. Uh, both missed the first fairway. Uh, yep. oh, both part of the hole. Ha- happens to the both of, like best of us sometimes. You know, you just warm one up and you just miss that fairway. Yeah, and look, uh, we must be the best of them then, because uh, I don't think I ever hit one. I was going to say I don't know. I don't even think I hit the fairway on the first hole. So. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, look, then the second hole. Uh, there was a very, very loud shout from DeChambeau and his caddy of four. Uh, it was off to the right, and luckily there was no one around. Um, yeah. Did they have a crowd there, or was it just yes. no one? Yeah, yeah. No, the, the, there was a crowd there, yep. It just happened, he just uh, happened to hit it to a place where no one was. Yeah, yeah, middle of bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> yep. Uh, then we had Koka come up and he hit the fairway uh, and then ended up birdieing the hole uh, and won the hole. Yep. Uh, uh, hole three uh, was an additional competition, so they had charities uh, nominated. Uh, yep. DeChambeau actually won... Uh, this additional event uh, being closest to the pin. Uh, so yep. he had $50,000 donated to his charity. Uh, but then missed his birdie part because he can't part. Um, so from there, the wheels pretty much fell off DeChambeau, really. Uh, he didn't make a single birdie for the nine holes. Yep. Didn't had a couple of really good chances to to climb holes. Uh Kotka's lead and just shit the bed. Kotka was just yeah. he was just 
straight in, all for it. Uh, and like I said, just a man on a mission, point to prove, and absolutely give it to DeChambeau. Um, but after the match, so like, I'm not going to delve into it too much. Like, you know, if you if you want to watch it, definitely go and do it. It was it was pretty good uh, to watch, especially Kopka's game. But after it, there was an interview, and they were both standing either side of a uh, a reporter. And she asked, oh, would you guys do it again? And they simultaneously just went, no, as fast as you could. So, look, there's still no love lost there. Um, but obviously, Coca's the better golfer. So, um, hopefully, a punter listened to me because I can't listen to myself sometimes uh, and managed to get on Coca. Yeah, well, to be honest, I didn't trust you. Oh, come on, mate. <laughs> so, especially when you said you were going to get on him, because I thought you were going to put the bet on, and the way our luck's been going the last few weeks, yeah. usually we go the opposite to what we've been saying. But Yeah, look, I, I do apologise for my form lately, but, yeah, shit happens. It's coming. Uh, it's just, coming stick, just stick with me. I'm, I'm actually feeling good about this week. I've got a roughie. Uh, as my top top pick. All right, we'll, we'll get to them a bit later. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, there was a little bit of news this week in regards to NBA, and it was a player signing from free agency. Well, I was uh, a little bit excited about this man going to this team. Uh, hopefully, he can bring back some form of yesteryear. Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, I think the person you're talking about is Andrew Gaze going back to the Spurs. No. Oh. No, in, case, in that, in that sick case, then you're talking about DeMarcus Cousins going to the Bucks. Oh, oh, I am, yes. I love me some yes. boogie. Yes, I'm the same. I'm hoping he can bring uh, Kings basketball boogie to the Bucks. I hope so. Yes. He, I reckon he's still got uh, a bit left in him and hopefully he can see minutes and everything, especially why Lopez is still out. Yep. So he's, he's just got to... definitely, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Back in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I actually can't wait to see Boogie back on the court and... Watch him do his thing. I'm just worried that he's just going to really try and just play composed basketball instead of what he does best, and that's ad-lib it and just run it all himself. Yeah. (laughs) Especially... Um, Well, I I get frustrated with this, so... uh... Example is Demarcus Cousins. Another example is Andre Drummond. These guys are good basketballers, but they just don't get used like they should be being used. Andre yeah. Drummond is a perfect example. He went to in, in Detroit. He was a what uh, like a seventeen and ten a night 
if not more. Yeah, so that's 10, po- 10 points and 17 rebounds. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And then he and then, and then he gets traded to get Cleveland. Cleveland barely use him. And because he obviously things don't go well there, all of a sudden he's washed up. No one wants him. Goes to Lakers, doesn't get used there. Gets Goes to Philly, doesn't get used there because they've got Joel Embiid. But then yeah. Joel Embiid goes out. And what does he do? thrives i get yeah. so frustrated with this type of stuff it um I, admittedly demarcus cousins is another one that i get really frustrated with like that because he has like they just write him off so quick yeah it's, it's just it, another one was camelo anthony he had a couple of down years and all of a sudden mellow's done mellow's done signs with portland and provides a spark off the bench every now and then and then starts and and you know people are writing off Camilo Anthony. I'm like, come on, I... yeah. It's yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry, I just got sidetracked there Look, a little I, bit with my gripes. I think the most disappointing about Carmelo Anthony's career, and it's not the fact that he hasn't won a ring, it's the fact that he didn't take that corner three when he was in straight clothes watching a game. <laughs> yeah, because he, he it, should have. If he took that shot. And made it, it would have been offers left and right. Oh, everywhere. Everywhere. Everyone would have wanted him. Yeah. Yeah. And instead, he's on an absolutely trash team. This is ridiculous. Yeah. No, so uh, boogie to the Bucks. I think that's a a great move by the Bucks. Um, And hopefully, they can get the best out of him. So. Good luck to him. And good agree. luck to oh, Ashley. Actually, more good luck to Boogie. Uh, we're rooting for you, mate. Definitely am. Most definitely yeah. am rooting for him. You know, if you want to come on and be a guest host one day or send us a jersey or do whatever, uh, just feel free to get in touch on our socials, mate. Even even if you just want to say hello, I'm okay with the hello. Absolutely. In person because we'll be sitting courtside because you'll pay for our tickets. Yes. Yes, Exactly. <laughs> Thanks to Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> nah. All righty. Uh, Dylan, there's a certain jockey getting ready to make a comeback. Oh, I am tingling from excitement. Uh, potentially the country's best jockey is back. Best the word, front running jockey? I said potentially best jockey. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and that is Jamie Carr. She makes her return. Um, yes. I thought it was on the weekend, but it's actually tomorrow night at Mooney Valley. Yep. So um, I'm very excited to see what she can do. Um, I think there's been a few jockeys who have stood up uh, this spring carnival. Can um, I just throw an your name Brett Preble he's done all right yeah I think, I, think, I think there's another one who's a bit more impressive uh, may not have had the big imp- impressive wins that Brett Preble has and don't get me wrong I, I quite enjoy watching Brett Preble ride um, but that's Blake McDougall 
No, yeah. Yeah. He he used to only ride country meets. Um and made the move down to Melbourne and he has absolutely taken Melbourne by storm, I think. Um I think he's gonna start featuring quite heavily in some of the bigger races. Yep. Oh well good on him, you know, taking the risk, get down there. But yeah, no, so yeah, I'm very excited to see Jamie come back. Um Jamie come back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, the- so yeah no i'm very excited to see whether or not because i suppose once she got when once she got that 100 wins in the year or whatever it was um we haven't really seen much of her um mm. so i'm wondering whether or not you know it's one of the case of um going to a head or whether or not she's going to come out and kill it like she did. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how she goes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, look, she's definitely one to watch uh, on Friday night especially just to see how she riding, returns. Yeah, especially if she's riding uh, Kieran Murray, Dave Eustace Horse. Yeah, she I think anything well. that anything that uh, is going to take the lead and roll out in front, nearly she'd be pretty much the uh, the first name on the sheet trying to get the ride. I reckon. Mm. Um, you know, if, yeah. if she's on a front runner, you'd nearly just throw your money on that. It's um, it's very interesting because I actually watched a interview today that was aired the other day on racing.net or one of those or racing.com one of those ones um and it was with matt kimani um and she's actually riding one of his horses on saturday i think it was um and the owners actually asked for it sort of went we want her so um I'm just trying to work out which one it was. That's it. Tycoon back in race one. Um, that Packenham on, on Saturday. She, the, the owners of that, that horse sort of specifically went to Matt and said, can you please get Jamie on? Um, so that, that is interesting that that's happened. So Yeah. Um, yeah. Normally, if the trainer's chasing a jockey, there's a reason uh, why. That wasn't the trainer. That was That was the owner. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's um, but yeah, I, I think that's going to, as I said, her star's risen, and I think that's going to be the case now for, unless she spuds it up a bit, and um, yeah. I suppose it could just be like Willie Pike over in WA. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. So no, I'm very excited about her um, coming back. Yes. Now, look, uh, I've got a little bit of sad news from the jockey world. Um, a Gold Coast jockey went for a swim last night. Uh, he goes by the name of Chris Caserta. Now, he went for a swim uh, on the Gold Coast with a fellow track worker and got caught in a rip and the track worker was saved, but 
they are still looking for Chris's body. Um, so they've gone from a search and rescue, search and rescue to a body search now. So look, I just want to reach out and our condolences to the Caserta family and everyone around Chris, uh, you know, not a good circumstance to, to be in and, uh, yeah, just thoughts and prayers with you guys. So, um, you know, hope, I hope you at least find his body and you can lay him to rest uh, from this situation. Yeah, that's, uh, it's a very sad, um, situation that's going on there. Um, yeah, yeah. hopefully, thought, yeah. Yeah. Like it was only brought, brought to light for me, uh, I first read it and I was like, oh, bloody hell. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's not ideal. Yeah, no, just, you know, hopefully, um, hopefully they can get some closure. Yeah, 100% agree. 100% agree. Yeah. Okay, so a little bit of sombering news, but what we'll do is we'll move into everybody's favourite segment to lift the mood again. And that'd be choice of two with two blokes. So, yes, mate. Dylan, I'm up and ready about this. You're up and ready. Well, yep. got all your answers ready to go. Already got them, mate. Don't know the questions, but I've already got the answers. Yes, yes, no, Good no, man. yes, no, yes. There you go. Uh, oh, you said yes to the first one. I don't think you will. <laughs> all right, hit me with them. Do you still think Houston will have the worst record in NBA history? Oh, no. They've got... No, they, they, they picked it up. They're, they're dirty on them today. Um, four wins in a row. So, yeah, yeah, no, I don't think they will. I, I can't remember what the worst record is, but I think, they're, I think they'll be safe. I think it was 10 and 72. That does ring a bell. Yeah, and that was... Um, the process. Uh, speaking of the process, is Tobias Harris part of Philly's future? This is another player that I get a bit annoyed with at times. I, he doesn't play the way he should. He's a good player, and but it just doesn't do enough for me. Like today, he, he had eight points in 31 minutes. Um, shot four of 11. Um, no. I, if I was, well, if I was Philly, I'd be putting him on the trade table to see what I could get. Yeah. Speaking of trade table. <laughs> Perfect. Should the Knicks trade Kemba Walker for John Wall? I saw this the other day. No, I'm going to say no, and I'm going to go back to this. It's another one of my gripes, is that uh, you you bring in a player two months in, things might not necessarily be working, and then all of a sudden it's all these things of let's trade him, let's trade him, let's trade him. You can't. Like, that Knicks team, you brought in Evan Fournier, you brought in... 
Kemba Walker. Um, there's going to be adjustment period. You just, you know, it really grows when that happens. You know, a player just doesn't like, or even like just bringing in a player and it upsets the thing. You've got to let it settle for a little bit. Um, before yeah. making that, I think if you get close to the trade deadline and things hasn't imp- things haven't improved with him, okay, let's look, but not now. Yeah, see, you put the shoe on the other foot. If I'm Houston, I'm pulling the trigger. I should care. Yeah, you're saving so you're much just... cap space. Well, but in saying that, it's interesting because one I was reading about John Wall, and one of the things that Houston have said is that. They want John Wall to have a bench role because yeah. they want to. They want to roll with the with the two young guys. Bringing in Kemba Walker yeah, that upsets shit. that. Yeah, but you can just play Kemba off the bench. He's out of the rotation at the Knicks at the moment. So, yeah. okay, now we've seen Boogie come back into the league. Should Isaiah Thomas return? Should a team pick him up? You are absolutely nailing things about my gripes. He is another player that I don't think should have left the league. Yes. I'm, Bring him back. I'm 100%. Although, although I'm a little bit worried it's been a while for him. Uh, yeah, but he's the sort of player that will pick it up pretty quick, I think. Houston. I don't think. Houston. We just spoke about Right, yeah, I know what's going on there, but you want you you you, you want to if 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 they can't trade John Wall for another like trade John Wall for a big guy or like a small forward or power forward, sign Isaiah. Well, they got Christian Wood. Him, Christian Wood and Jay Sean Tate, small yeah. forward, power forward. No, you get a star power forward, get a star or star center. Okay. I don't I don't know, big man. But yeah. Isaiah Thomas, perfect veteran presence off the bench. Yeah. yeah no, I agree. Any young team, uh, that's what I'd be doing. Will the Suns make 20 wins in a row? They're at 17 at the moment, aren't they? Yes. Um, who have they they face the Warriors again on Saturday. So they play, they play the Pistons tomorrow. So, yes. Warriors... <laughs> No. Okay. Is Hugh Bowman overrated? No. Are you a fan of a day-night test match? Yes. Should Mitchell Stark be playing in the opening test match? Yes. I'll very quickly say yes to him. What's better, Christmas Day NBA or the Boxing Day test match? Boxing Day test match. Righto, last one. This is probably the hardest. The Oklahoma City Thunder. What jersey will be hanging in the rafters next? (laughs) 
probably none ever. Because <laughs> 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 they keep trading away the players. That, uh, look, I'm going to have to go. It'll, it'll have to be Kevin Durant. Yeah. Uh, like, purely, I think he's a... Out of him, Westbrook and Harden, he will be the first one to retire, I reckon. And... Yeah. He will be, he will be the next, I reckon. Okay. Right on. Um, yeah. Yep. Well, that's, that's all I've got for you, bloke. Okay, then. Uh... Number one, Shaquille O'Neal or Wilt? Who you take? Shaq. Okay. Okay. I love me a bit of Shaq. Okay. Uh, who do you hate more, the Roosters or Storm? Storm. Okay. If you had the choice of either putting on a trifecta, or a quaddy? Which one? Oh, it depends on how much money I've got, really. <laughs> Call it fifty dollars. Uh, I'm going to quaddy. Quaddy, okay. Okay. Early or late? Late. Got to find the value. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, who do you? Put... Well. I'll... I've, I've, I've written this one down and then I've realised I probably shouldn't have it on here because I already know who you're going to say. But the Clippers or the Lakers? Clippers. Okay. Well, I thought you said that, but you took a lot longer than what I thought. Well, uh, it was more of a, why the hell would you ask me that question? <laughs> true, true. I just wasn't on, you know, like, you know, pre-LeBron Lakers. Like, you know, I do like Magic. Kobe. Magic era, Kobe era. Kobe Shaq, but uh, got to go for the underdog and yeah. now that LeBron's there. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, who's going to end up with the better cricket career? Josh Hazelwood or Glenn McGrath? Ooh. Ooh. Very, very similar bowlers. Yeah, I know, and I really like them both. Um, <laughs> oh, I sort of just want to say pitch for his 61 not out, you know, raise that and then go in and give it to Matty Hayden. <laughs> um, oh, uh, shit. Um, I probably can't pick who I like better. It's hard to pick that anyway. Oh, this is the hardest one you've ever asked me. Uh, I'm going to say Josh. Okay. Okay. Just in terms of, look, we've all seen Glenn McGrath bat. I think Josh is a better batter. Very similar bowlers. Um, yeah, I'll just, yeah, Josh. Okay. okay. Great question. Uh, another one. Uh, who had the better career? Ricky Ponting or Steve Waugh? Steve Waugh. Okay. Uh, probably, probably not statistically off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, no, definitely. In my book, definitely Steve Waugh. Okay. I've got a non-sport related question here. Uh, yeah. One that's very relevant with the current 
transformer virus of, oh, sorry, Delta transformer variant of COVID going around at the moment. Yep. Optimus Prime or Bumblebee? Optimus Prime. Okay. Fuck yeah. yeah Bumblebee, does cool Bumblebee does some cool shit there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But look, if I could be a big Mack truck and be a leader and do all that sort of shit, yeah, yeah I'm being Optimus Prime. Fair enough. All right, I'm still waiting for him to turn up on my doorstep. Yeah. Bumblebee just has Shia bows sit on him. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, who's better, Damien Oliver or Glenn Boss? I nearly asked you the exact same question. I'm going Dane. Okay. Yeah. Um, look, Bossy had a great career. Um, good on him. He probably did. Still... Yeah, ha- has. A great career. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's still going because he, yeah. he's got one more race over in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, look, uh, probably Dame. Dame and all that. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. No disrespect to Bossy at all, though. Okay. Uh, who's going to win a premiership first? GWS or Gold Coast? GWS. That's true because Gold Coast probably won't be around for much longer. So. Yeah. Uh, According to you, they're going to Tassie. <laughs> uh, bring in, what, what do we have the other day? Oh, I can't remember what, I had Tassie something. Tassie apples. The Tassie apples. <laughs> oh, can they wear red and green? Hey. Are they wearing red and green? Uh. Yeah, I'm happy for that. So I'm happy for a well, big can't... apple. I'm happy for a big apple just come running around the sidelines too as the mascot. Absolutely, <laughs> they can throw uh, apples into the stadium instead of jerseys and stuff. Oh. They can be sponsored by a pink lady. <laughs> Mate, I should just go. I, I should be part of the t- Tassie pitch board here. Mate, it just writes itself. <laughs> uh, and. A Twilight, or you've asked me this one, and I thought I'd return the favour a few weeks later. A Twilight or Day Grand Final for the AFL? For the AFL? Day Grand Final. Okay. Yeah, NRL Twilight. Okay, perfect. Perfect. That's me done, mate. That's that's done. Beautiful. Mate, that Glenn McGrath, Josh Hazelwood, it's still burning my head. (sighs) I I hope you can get some sleep over it tonight, mate. Probably not. And if I do, all I'll think about is uh, Glenn, Josh, Glenn, Josh, Glenn, Josh. You know, the miss is going to kick me about 1am going, who are these blokes and what are they doing in your dreams? <laughs> are, you, are you cheating on me? <laughs> yeah. Look, the way that Pidge and uh, Joshy bowl, I'll tell you what, they'd be wet. Mm. Oh. Oh, moist. Absolutely moist. <laughs> oh, far out. <laughs> well, lucky we don't play NRL, otherwise we'll be getting investigated. At it. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, can I just have a quick talk about the NRL? And, like, I'm a, I'm a Brandon Smith off-field fan, 
Uh, look, he's a great player. Uh, I think he's an even better bloke. Just really Jesus. down to earth. He's a ripper uh, bloke. Yeah, he's just one of the lads. But fuck me, he's lost me as a fan over the last week. Um, I'd love to get him on and hear what he's got to say. But fucking signing for the chooks. Fuck me. So I have a question about that. Is it yeah. signed and sealed and delivered? Or is it he said that he's he likes what the Roosters are doing or what's what's going on there? No, he has signed and that is to start at the year 2023. So he's still got another year to play out in Melbourne, which I don't think he will. Well, I'm just going to put this here. Once again, it's the night for it. This is another one of my gripes with the NRL. I don't understand how you can sign a player a year or two out from when they actually come to you. Yeah, look, um, I think there should be, much like there is um, in a lot of other sports, where it's, all right, you're now a free agent. You can talk to other clubs. Uh, None of this, okay, we're going to give you permission to talk to other clubs. Sorry, mate, you're under contract. Uh, If I want to play you reserve grade for the next three years, you're playing reserve grade for the next three years. Yeah, you will bide your time. You're under contract. Um, yeah, that, you, that shit. Or you are for trade. Yeah, or, or the, uh, oh, no, uh, I, I want an early release from my contract so I can go play for this club that's going to win the premiership. No, 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 no. If, if I was the owner or something, I'd be like, oh, you want to go play somewhere else? No, that's good. Oh, look at this reserve grade side. That's somewhere else. Fuck off. Yep. That oh, it just draws me to the wall. It pisses it, me off. It, it, it's one of my big gripes. you got Matt Burton, who played a, won a premiership with Penrith this year, Penrith. going to the Dogs. Then you've got... Uh, oh, I can never say his name. But got Viliami Kikau. Yeah, yep. doing the exact same thing. He's going to win another premiership next year, and he's going to be gone. It just... Yep. I just don't understand. Yep. I reckon it would be one of the only leagues in the world like sporting leagues in the world where you can sign with a team a year or two out from actually joining them. You can do it in the soccer with your free transfer, but it's only six months. Yeah. And whatever it is. What effort effort are those guys going to put in? Like they've already got a contract. Like they obviously don't care about the club that they're leaving. Like, yeah, it pisses me off. Yeah. 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 You're nailing it tonight for bringing up my sporting gripes. Yeah. So. Well, just just show a bit of loyalty and, you know, a bit of heart. And if you sign somewhere, well, that's where you are. Like, none of this, oh, I'm here and, oh, oh, the, the coach doesn't like me or or this bloke slept me with my, with my wife. Oh. Yeah, no. Fuck just, me. Just suck it play up, footy. Mate. Suck it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. talk about that for hours, and we don't have that amount of time. Yeah, as I say, I'll get me going, and I'll oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm really not going to go to sleep. I'm hot. <laughs> More bothered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but look, uh, on that, I will move on, uh, and uh, we'll have a look at our best bets. Yeah. Before, well, actually, 
yeah, I've decided on the fly here that I'm going to have my best bets in, in this uh, this weekend. And yeah. this is the UFC. And yes. Yeah. I, uh, I, I spoke to you earlier today and I was saying I was having a bit of trouble finding a best bet. Um, there was nothing that was really taking my fancy at uh, Rose Hill or at Packenham on the weekend. So um, I was going to go with a little same game multi that is going to be on, obviously can't put it on yet because it'll be on Saturday. And so we'll be on the Utah and Celtics game. So I'll have $25 on there. But I have decided that I'll also throw a quick bet with my other $25 on the UFC because there is an absolute cracking card coming up this weekend. Uh, heavily dominated by some Aussies and some New Zealanders. Um, Beautiful. Bit of hometown. Bit of hometown love that's going to come out of this. Um, so it's not going to be like the other week where I spent three hours going through three you know, <laughs> um, Yeah. So I'll quickly go through a couple of them. Like not one, I'm just going to say these are the fights I'm excited about. So you've got it's the first fight off the rank. Uh, you've got Lewis Smolker versus Vince's, Vince Morales. I think that's going to be a bit of an alright fight. Um, you've got Alonzo Manningfield who is an 11-2 and two fighter fighting William Knight who's a 10-2 and two fighter. Um, that's going to be a good one. And then of course, Aussie boy Jake Matthews. Uh, he's fighting a man named Jeremiah Wells. Um, Jeremiah. Yes. Yeah. I think he might need to go back to the uh, to the Amish for that name. <laughs> but, uh, shout out to the Amish people over in America. They're, I've seen them live and they're pretty cool. Yeah. And look, if they're listening on their wireless, <laughs> as they're churning their butter and stomping their wine... <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> then, then you've got uh, Manel Cape, uh, who's an absolute beast, um, fighting. Now, I'm not even going to try and say this guy's name. I'm pretty sure he's from Kazakhstan, so we'll call him Borat, but his name's not Borat. Yeah, it's a mesh. <laughs> um, and then you've got another one, which is Maki Patolo fighting Dusko. Todorovic, um, but the cut, the fight I am most excited about. Well, there's two actually, but this is the more one. Is a young Aussie bloke named Jimmy Crute. It's going to be fighting another man named Jamal Hill. Uh, Jimmy Crute's twelve and two, fighting Jamal, who's eight and one. Um, that's going to be a barn burner because Jimmy Crute is a tough son of a bitch who just will stand there and throw punches. Um, and then you lead into the my, my favourite fight of the, the second favourite, sorry, um, which is Brad Riddell fighting Raphael Fuziev, um, and they're both ten and one, so that's going to be a good good match as well. I'm pretty sure Brad Riddell's coming off of a bit of a layoff as well, so um, yeah. so my bets my bets that I'm going to be whacking on that. I'm just getting the odds up for all of that. 
will be Jimmy Crute into Brad Waddell. Right, eh? So a two-leg multi. And on an Aussie and a New Zealander, $25. And uh, that will land you $2.95 on Sportsbet. Not bad. Not bad odds at all. So you can you can power play, which I'm about to do, which will land you to three dollars eleven. So, um, I, I I that that's my best bet. Well, it's one of my best bets. And as I said, I'm gonna there'll be same game multi on the Utah Jazz Celtics game on Saturday. Um, right. That, right. I, that I'll put up. But I also do want to put a quick sorry to sort of keep going on here. But I just want to put a quick little shout out for a race tomorrow night to watch out for. Um, it involves the young lass that I talked about tonight in Jamie uh-huh. Carr. Jamie and it's Carr. race, yeah, race four at the Valley. Uh, there is a horse there called Dirty Deeds. Now, I'm pretty sure they I... Done this, they are done good cheap. No, they done with sheep. No. Damn it. That's the Kiwi version. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I get this horse mixed up with another horse. They wear, wear the same colours, but Dirty Deeds is... It's paying $12 and $3.50 to place, but don't be surprised if it features in the placings. I'm not confident right enough on. to put it on it, but don't be surprised if it features in the placings. Wonder watch. Wonder watch. So um, they're my bets for the weekend. Righto. Well, I'm going to give you mine. Uh, I'm going to take the Warriors to beat the Suns on Saturday. Uh, Steph Curry had a an off night shooting four of 21 the other day. That's not going to happen at home. He's going to lead the Warriors to victory and give the Suns their first loss in over a month. Uh, uh, is book out uh, potentially yes yes I don't I don't believe he'll play uh, they they will rest him tomorrow against Detroit you would think uh, but I'm I, I'm actually unsure on his injury status so uh, either way I haven't heard how long he's here for or anything so. yeah either way even if he was to play it'd only make my odds a little bit more juicy yes um but so, yeah, I'm going the Warriors into the Arizona Cardinals in the NFL into the LA Rams. Um, Cardinals and Rams are both fairly short, and depending on Devin Booker's status, uh, the Warriors might be pretty short as well. But, yep. you know, you you might get lucky to snag like a dollar eighty to a dollar ninety. So use your power play and bump that up a little bit. So that is my best bet for the sport. And my best bet for the horse actually comes in the Pakenham Cup. And it's a man I spoke about before in the name of Brett Preble. He is on Mimi's award, paying $11, and I've got 25 on the nose. I'm going to put this out there. You're giving away money. Giving away money. 
Uh, yeah. I, re- I, reckon, oh, I reckon it's going to run well. There's a horse in this race that I think will storm home. Are you thinking Smoking Romans? No. Oh, yeah. And it's written by the guy that I actually you... said uh, uh, yeah. rivals you, rivals Brett Pebble, and that's Team Captain. One yeah, of well, look, names burnt, for a horse. It's burnt me before, Melbourne Cup oh, days. And it burnt you by about 20 lengths. Maybe not that far, but it was a long way. No. No, it was like three or Six. four, but whatever. It wasn't. Didn't do me any favours. 3.3 lengths. I told you it was three or four. <laughs> so, no, oh, I'm saying team captain, mate, there. He... Uh, that this horse is up and firing at the moment. Uh, Blake rode it yeah. the last two times. Yep. Um, and he, uh, as I said, the last two times it's so it won the Hamilton Cup two starts back by two point three lengths. Uh, it won the Macca's Run uh, on Cup Day by three point three lengths. Um, yep. And. Will feature again on the weekend. The only difference, the only difference is, is that uh, is the distance is a bit shorter. Although it has been winning at twenty two hundred and things like that, but the distance is yes. It, it, it's it's going to be a stayer. This horse. Yeah. Look, but, uh, you make a you make a good point, and you did say it'll feature, but it won't be. First past the post. It'll definitely feature, but uh, Mimi's award, I reckon, and I'm due. You are I'm due. definitely due. Uh, so, yeah, I've decided to go roughy, wow. and as they always say, chase your losses. Very true. Uh, uh, funny you say that. There is actually a horse in the Patnam Cup called Think We're Due. So. Yeah, I did look at that and went, oh, is it one of those <laughs> omen bets? <laughs> Is saying that oh, uh, I hope for the listeners to get on this and for yourself, I hope Mini, Mimi's award gets up. I hope for myself, the team captain gets up. You're always bloody selfish. No, uh, just saying, just saying. I just wish for once you would trust me. I'm trusting you. You didn't trust me last week when I said that uh, Brooks Coker would win. No, I didn't. No, that's, yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. But I've got yeah, faith, you, mate. And then you message me on the Saturday going, oh, your horse is going to win. And I'm pretty sure it got shot. <laughs> I didn't say what it was going to win. Oh, <laughs> yeah, one so, of all it. Uh, well, I suppose that would lead us into a bit of a recap of last week. I don't want to um, talk about it. Well, I also don't really want to talk about it. Because I don't know why you even brought it up. My two horses were very disappointing. Yeah, you you went over from two in your that horses. Was... I still don't know what happened there, but yeah. So, to anyway, be honest, was... I did. I didn't even watch a Spanish Mission race after a accountability <laughs> poor showing. So that's how angry very I was. Poor. So. But uh, look, that that was a really. Uh, a, a recap of uh, last week. I think we've done well. 
Onwards, upwards from here. And look, I, I think we might wrap that up and uh, finish on a sour note, apparently. No, I'm going to change the tune here, mate. Right For all of our listeners out there, please send me through or send us through your Spotify raps. I'm very interested to hear what our listeners listen to. Yeah, and for those like me that couldn't find it, it's the big green buddy banner in the middle of Spotify. It, uh, it usually will come up saying you're wrapped for 2021 or you're 2021 in review. Okay. <laughs> I just know that mine, mine had a green box around it. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. No, no. So... But- wrap that up for this week i'm off fishing all weekend so uh i'll be out of touch but uh hopefully all my bets get up um look uh, if you do need help uh, with your gambling call 1-800-858-858 uh, they'll give you the support you need uh, i'm not far away from ringing them after my last few weeks uh, but positive from... limit yes yes gamble responsibly folks but from us here at two blokes and a punt we'll say hooroo happy punting stay safe and we will see you all next week goodbye everyone